Welcome back to another episode of Sterling Municipal Library's podcast where we talk to you about the books we'd like to recommend. And Sabrina and Katie are going to be co-reviewing a book called The Book of Lost Names. It's true, by Kristen Harmel. How about you guys go ahead and start and tell us how you discovered this book? Katie, go ahead. Okay, so it started with me. Uh, I do not read historical fiction, like, or, like, kind of tending toward inspirational fiction very often, but this year I wanted to broaden my horizons, so I was looking through the um, kind of, like, best books of 2020, and that was one of them listed under historical fiction, and it had an interesting premise, uh, so I picked it up and read it, and once I read it, I was like, you know who would love this? My coworker, Ooh, I wonder who. Sabrina. <laughs> Which please tell me you've now passed it on to Rachel. I did. Oh, yeah. I did. I already passed it on to Rachel. I did. It's making a circle. Yeah. Oh, well, it's it's going. I don't know if she's read it yet either, but it's okay. She's this got is it. basically the librarian equivalent of a book going viral, guys. Yes. Yes. yes yeah. It's true. Um, it'll sweep the nation next. <sighs> we hope so. But yes, um, the thing that I found interesting about this book when I was looking at it is that it was about a girl, um, a young Jewish girl, and she ended up part of a um, forgery ring to make documents for children to smuggle them out of the country in um, Nazi-occupied France. Interesting. So it was kind of like a spy thing, but not... it, It was like the most utilitarian version of a spy where they don't she doesn't have like a super adventurous action filled like life during the war there are obviously parts that are um bad uh (laughs) all of it but you know like that get a little more violent um but most of it is literally just her in a library just getting really good at art (laughs) really really good yeah and then there's like a few moments where she goes a little bit further than just forgery and you're Mm -hmm. like on the edge of your seat while reading does she like have close calls where she almost gets caught oh yes a number she has a number of close calls which which to me you know i'm not a suspense i don't like suspense (laughs) i don't you know but man the whole time i was like i can't i couldn't get enough of it you know especially because they did a really good job of making it obvious that even though it seemed like she was safe, she was in this town that kind of, like, wholly knew what was happening, but just didn't pay attention to it. Right. Some um, people turned... But turned at every turn, she wasn't allowed to know the names of other people for safety mm-hmm. reasons in case anyone was caught. Um, yeah. And she starts realizing, I think, as the war goes by, like, even though they're in the middle of nowhere almost, they're still not safe. Like, if one person gets caught and and tells someone's name, if one person gets found out... It, everyone could immediately just be rounded up and killed. And I think for her... Oh, sorry, oh no, go ahead, go ahead. I think for her, she kind of realized, like, as it went along, how much how much more complex it was than she thought. Yes. Because she had a partner, so she worked inside of a library, inside of a church. Um, and so she had a partner who was the best forager at the time until mm-hmm. she came along, and she started coming up with, like, new ways of doing things and being more efficient yeah. and more accurate, and it was just fantastic. But he, you know, kind of got unsettled with just doing forgery. He was like, I've got to do more. Like, more people are dying. More people, you know, are being separated from their families. Like, I have to do more. So he took the next step and went from being a forger to almost like Like a a smuggler. A courier, kind of. Instead of making the papers for the children, he started actually, like, helping the children travel to Switzerland. Yeah. Um, which is very dangerous because it was like through a mountain range in the middle of winter, basically. Yeah. And there was German soldiers yeah. everywhere. So like you had to have all the right papers. You had to have the kids to be able to have, you know, um, 
like a, a story that was yeah. believable. I you mean, had to you have had to get... a, a usually a male and female courier, yeah. so you can pretend to be their parents, their parents, the family. But yeah, Katie, we haven't even talked about the book of names. We haven't even talked about the book of names. The book of lost names. Lost names. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was one of my favorite mm-hmm. parts because it really added like another level to just yes. a normal old World War II um, story. And yep. that she, um, because she's Jewish and uh, Jewish, and she's smuggling these Jewish children out. Mm-hmm. Um, um, her mother is very like contentious with her because she doesn't yeah. really want her to do this, um, mm-hmm. especially because she has to go into a church and work for like a. a it was a Catholic church a Catholic, too. So yeah. like, her mom was like, "You're you're, you're giving betraying up your faith, your faith. Like you're selling out." Yes. Yeah. Um. So it becomes this important thing to her that these children who are being being given like Christian names and like basically they're their Jewish identity, they're too young to remember it. Right. Yeah. Um, so it becomes really important to her that she, like, write down all their names so one day, if someone finds them, they can know what their real name is and possibly find their real parents. Yeah. Part of it is idealism. I don't think she realizes how hard it would be to find their like she doesn't even realize what happens to her own father like right. and and that the likelihood of seeing him is is so low he, he got taken away at the yes. very beginning which spurred this whole like yeah she faked her and her mom's papers to get okay. out of i think paris and get to get to the away, little way basically yeah, yeah to get away and so that's kind of how she stumbled upon becoming a forager yeah because i was like this yeah. doesn't seem like something you just draw out of a hat and be like 22 year old yes she, she was an artist for fun and she yeah. loved books um yeah. when when she was babysitting a neighbor's mm-hmm. kid is yeah. when the nazi soldiers came and took her father away and they were supposed her, to take all of them yes but, but she but they weren't in the house yeah um, so she realizes, like, they're going to come back. They clearly knew we were there. They were looking for us. So she forces her and her mom. She steals the um, identification papers of the girl that she was looking after and her mother. Yeah. And she uses those to escape. Um, at that point, no one really is, like, they're so busy literally rounding people, rounding up, people up that yeah. they're not really paying attention to the fact that she's not, like, what, 10 years old? Right, <laughs> like, they're yeah. not really looking closely. Yeah. And at that point, they literally just ride to the end of the line. Like, they go Until as far the as they last, can. The last, like, country or yeah. last city in France. Which so is that, which yeah. is basically why they get to this, like, random town in the middle of the mountains. Because she's yeah. like, maybe, maybe it's not here. Maybe yeah. we can hide here until it all settles down because right. that was her thing is that she's like in a, in a few months in like few when months people get returned over. to their homes it'll yeah. be okay um are, are there other displaced people in this town where they end up kind of if there is it's one of those quiet you don't talk about it type of situations because they know yes. what's happening they know that there's children coming in and out of the mm-hmm. city uh, or town really because it's not that big um yeah but everyone does a really good job of I don't say anything. You don't say anything. We kind of know what's happening Mm -hmm. unless you're the person who's giving me the children to hide or you're the person taking the children. Like, we don't have contact. You get the feeling that it was very uncommon for entire families to to go to be able to get out together. Um, Like her and her mother is 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 just very uncommon. You you don't really Mm -hmm. run into anyone else who is hiding as a family. It's usually just children by themselves. Yeah. Um, because the parents have been taken. Because the parents have been taken. Done, yeah. Uh, or because they knew they were going to be, so they yes. sent their children away before because yeah. um, they didn't think they would be able to get out. Yeah, it was really like a really – they didn't like go too much in depth, but it was enough 
in depth throughout the book to just feel this overwhelming sense of sorrow. Like yeah. Yeah. World War II, they focus a lot in school on concentration camps and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I didn't know anything of the French resistance. Like and maybe I did in school and it's been yeah. a while, you know, but this really showed a new light to World War II for me. And I loved that about this mm-hmm. book. Um, I loved that it dived into something so interesting yeah. and so specific and then really brought that story. It goes through the whole war, which I really mm-hmm. appreciated. It wasn't just a snippet. You know, I got to see beginning to end and I loved it, man. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. And, um, and I liked that the more she learns about it, you as a reader – like I don't know you feel like this overwhelming sense of like hopelessness almost like it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until you're like I don't understand how you can change anything like you find out more and it just becomes more overwhelming but um I mean I cried a ton yeah (laughs) I mean like like, I cried a lot like Justin was like there were definitely a few times in there I was just like oh my god this is this is so terrible it was horrible yeah which you know uh, is obvious when you like read a history book, but it's mm-hmm. different reading a novel because you really get a moment to like step into someone else's shoes in their life yes. as opposed to just being reading figures and facts and being like, that is objectively a horrible experience. Yeah. Right. Speaking yeah. of that, I yes. just want to throw something in mm-hmm. here. I read historical fiction because I love to learn about something that I might not know yes. a lot about. Um, I lean more towards inspirational historical fiction, but I love a good historical fiction. The thing with this book, though, is that the there's not a mysterious thing. The mysterious, <laughs> yes, is that there's not an author's note at the end. I love a good author's note. Like, I love to know where you did your research, mm-hmm. what this is based on. I mean, everywhere on the internet. Yeah. Um, I because I went for research afterwards. Was what is this story based on? And everywhere it in her summaries and like the based on, on a true story. Based on a true story. <laughs> based on. And I'm like, what true story? Tell you me. Know? So I went to the author's website because I'm like, maybe she'll have it there, and it's not. It just says based on a true story, Eva or Eva, mm-hmm. however you say her name. You know, like go. And I was like, what the heck? Like I just want it. So I wrote the author, and she hasn't wrote me back yet, but when she does, if she does, I'll let you guys know, because I'm really invested. Like, I want to know more about forgery rings. I want to know more about how they, Mm -hmm. you know, what did did happen with the children once they got them to Switzerland? Like, I need a sequel. I need a part two of this (laughs) book. Like, I, I just want to know we have been focusing a lot on her past but it also shows snippets of her in the present day yeah um when she is in her 80s i believe she works in a library (laughs) um and what brings all these memories coming back to her is that she looks at a paper i think she's putting it in the new york times yeah she's putting it in the collection (laughs) um and she sees the book of lost names like the book that she had made um with the cipher that she had done it it was basic it was in this old like catholic religious tome Mm -hmm. um and she used a cipher to um put all the names in there catch me lying i don't know what the cipher is it, it, it's a it's specific a type of cipher type of cipher that uses like numbers and um, letters it was really great. that as long as she knows like the the code for it she can but whatever yeah. um so she does she sees it and there's um a german uh does he work in a museum like or a ar- library uh, an archivist or yeah. something and and he found all these books and he knows that they are from when nazis were rounding up um art and literature and everything so he's just like this is 
the example book, but he was trying to get all of these books back to the people that they originally belonged to. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one in specific was interesting to him because it had a code in it. It had something, <laughs> like some someone had done something yes. inside of this book. So she she's going between traveling to Germany on a whim. Literally um, a whim, like that day. I, w- I will say that there's this like you're supposed to think like her her son isn't supportive because he's like mom like if you wait a week look i'll take off work i'll go with you i don't want you to go to germany on your own and and you're supposed to think like he's not being supportive and he doesn't understand but she's literally never told him about what happened to her she yeah. literally never told yeah. him that and she she's was 80 years old this. and she's about to hop on a plane to another country <laughs> to go to the very country that raided her country yeah as so a, as so a teen, or as a as a daughter as a child i would also be concerned if my parent when oh, they yeah. were 80 was like i'm going to germany today today <laughs> see you when i get back i i would be worried too yeah. <laughs> um but so you're seeing like like it's really only a chapter of her in yeah. the in the present and then like a few chapters of her in the past so you're yeah. like kind of catching up to yeah. what's happening and to throw in that too we haven't there is a love story romance yeah. added in here you know so for readers who are interested in that sort of thing I think a romance reader, if they were interested in any sort of history, yeah. could also really love this it's book, It's like a little, a little sprinkle. A little sprinkle. You know? You know, I mean, it just... It's a good book, man. Yeah. Okay, thanks, thanks for recommending it. Got a lot of stuff. It. Are yeah. there any, like, residents in the town that kind of serve as, like, your key antagonists in the story when they are there? Ooh. Hmm. Yes. They are surprising i think there are some people who are very cold and indifferent to her at first that you realize it's not because they're bad people it's because they're purposefully trying to keep a distance because they're possibly also part of the ring and they don't want Mm -hmm. to be seen with other people um and then there are people who are very charming who end up like perfectly willing to sell people out just to just yeah. to be fine themselves like I kind of figure you would have to be afraid of informants oh yeah oh, yeah. yeah um on both sides you know but that's a thing i think she also doesn't really think it's a it's a she just doesn't seem worried about it um until it happens like because it, it's bound to happen it's a <laughs> spy ring and it, it does almost happen several times like yeah the i mean obviously this is a network it which comes is the all point of kids. why people keep telling her you can't know who you else is here no yeah so like there are several times where she's just like i want to have those conversations i want to feel because she feels very isolated because yeah. like we said her mom's very contentious yeah. she thinks she's a sellout she thinks she's forgotten her father mm-hmm. and i'm guessing and she can't really explain to her mom what she's doing her mom knows okay but her mom almost hates her for it because her she made her them go... leave the father yes. she won't let them yeah. go back to paris she just wants to go back to paris she doesn't care yeah. how bad it is she's like i just want to be as close as i can to your dad what they don't know is that her dad is at a concentration camp so he's not even yeah. there like they just think or as her mom just thinks she's in he's in jail which and, you know um the the person that they're staying with they're they're staying at a boarding house mm-hmm. um kind of has a little in like in a talk with her and and it's just like your mom's super mad but she's not mad at you right. you're just the only person that she can, can take, take it, it out, out on. on yeah um you know don't 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 take it too bad even though it's terrible <laughs> which i mean think about like the situation like anyone who's like you is being persecuted yeah. your husband is gone your daughter is super invested in something that you can't get a like you can't really understand really can't understand because yeah. you're so focused on the fact that your family is mm-hmm. broken like 
I could yeah. see that. Well, like, not only that. I mean, on some levels, what her daughter's doing is putting both of them at risk. Yes. It, yeah. It and yeah. and and when she tries to like tell her mom, like, oh, it's okay. Like, I'm I'm helping these kids. Her mom's just like, what you're doing is you're getting rid of their names. Yes. That's, that's where what it, originally inspires yeah. her to do it is like you're getting rid of their names and you're giving mm-hmm. them Christian names and sending them to live with nice Christian families. You're doing the same yeah. thing that the Nazis are doing. And you're going through the motions yeah. on Sundays, you know, pretending to, to be church, Catholic, going to mass, pretending to be Catholic. Yeah, because she's trying to keep a ruse up. I right. mean, obviously, like right. if you don't, you know, do what you, you can't need go to, to church all the time and then pretend you don't go on Sundays. <laughs> exactly. So like she's really trying and her yeah. mom just can't get behind it. And it's a hard relationship to read about. Like, I mean, yeah. you're just like, oh, but whatever, Eva, however, whatever you think she says her name. Uh, Eva? I, I don't know what the. EVA. I yeah. just don't know. Let's EVA. Go. Yeah, EVA. EVA. <laughs> however you say her name. Like, she wants so badly to help other people. And her mom is just, you're reading it and you're just like, She's trying, but I also see why you're upset as a mom, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, like, her relationships, though, are just all tumultuous. Yes. Like, just... It seems, like, messily human. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it feels very real. There wasn't really any... I mean, there was a little... Like, there was one time where I was like, could that really have happened? Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm when willing you read to, it, you'll know. I'm willing to let it go. <laughs> I'm willing. I'm willing, for the sake of my heart, to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But everything else feels but so yeah. human. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. I will say that there are a few times, it's not super graphic, but there are a few times that she goes like near, not concentration camps, but kind of holding camps yeah. before they're sent to concentration camps and things like that, that that can be very like upsetting. Like she's talking right. about like the smell and like the sight and the sound. The and yeah. yeah, so so it can definitely be a little upsetting if you want like a hundred percent like just happy-go-lucky frolic through a field historical fiction this will not be the right book for you um but if you want to know a little more because they actually kind of talk about the science of like forgery too they do um like she she gets like a small like printing press going basically um which makes it much faster she um using like school supplies too yeah literally school supplies that a teacher would have or like Kids would have it. Like, I mean, she. Which, I mean, makes sense. Teachers need to produce large amounts of the same piece of paper. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, it's really interesting. You get to learn about, like, lactic acid being used Mm -hmm. to, like, dissolve um, ink from things so they can use cleaned parchments. Uh, so it's pretty and the cool. Type of paper. I mean, it's it's it does get pretty technical. So obviously, there's some research that was done. I just <laughs> yeah. want to know what. Where did you I get it? Know. I want to read more. You didn't just pull oh, these weird paper names. You're just gonna learn how to forge things. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. She's maybe. hiding her secret. <laughs> yeah, but I will say though, it doesn't lean towards much towards very much inspirational side of things, which was totally okay yeah. for me as a reader. Yeah, like, the I only was... thing I would say is is like a little bit. Towards, like, the mid-end when she is, like, trying to grapple with her own faith is the only time that you get... Because she really isn't very, like... She's not really practicing in the the beginning. Um, Or really throughout it. Well, Except yeah, for her. but yeah, but but yeah. I think she once she once she starts grappling with that is when she starts to actually try to hold on to those things because she realizes it's not just like a religious thing; it's also a cultural thing. So mm-hmm. she's trying to hold on more to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, most of it is uh, about forgery. <laughs> it's 
It's really fantastic yeah. historical fiction. Thanks. I'm, Thanks. List of best books of 2020. I mean, I refer to that list too. It's yeah, a good one. It's a yeah. good one. <laughs> I'm just glad Katie gave it to me and I was able to pass it on to someone else. I know. I was, I was, I was like, you should read it. Have you read she, it? She was. She was you like, read I it. read it last night. Like you were like, I read it in one night and I was like, I'm done. Okay. You can have it. <laughs> I will do it. And I read it the first day I was home for the Snowbin. ice freeze for Snowbin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was just It was all the... cold in your house it and was... you were like, oh. Yeah. And I was just sobbing and there was just like a lot happening. And I was just like, I texted you immediately after afterwards and I was like, I'm so happy that I read it. I'm also very emotional, like very emotional now. So it was worth it though. Those You're books welcome. that just like stay with you, you know? Yeah. Like I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good one. All righty. Well, thank you so much for bringing a book that I'm sure is going to end up on a lot of people's hold lists. Hopefully. Hopefully. It should. And stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations. Bye.